You're listening to San Antonio Public Library's podcast, Tuned In. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. Show notes are found at www.mysapple.org, and that's Sapple for San Antonio Public Library. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Now, let's get into the show. Joining me today are Dan. Hey, it's Dan from Reference. Daniel. Daniel, also from Reference. Hondo. I'm Hondo. I'm not Daniel or Dan. And I'm Diana. Joining us this morning is Kate Simpson. She manages the children's department at the Downtown Central Library. She started in reference as an assistant and worked her way up to managing the children's department. Hello, thanks for having me. Oh, great to have a special guest. I know. It's always a fun time when we get to bring a guest into the studio. Well, I'm hoping I won't get the giggles. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We, we, we all do that the entire time. We just sit here and we hope that we don't get the giggles. Non-stop. <laughs> so we've got some questions for you. Sure. Um, nothing too difficult, I hope. Um, but uh, I'm just going to go ahead and lead us off and ask you, the. I guess probably the big question, uh, is uh, what are some of the more popular services that the Children's Department offers? Well, um, there's a lot. I guess probably the most popular is the programming that we do uh, for kids of all ages. Uh, here at the Central Children's Department, uh, our most popular programs are for young children. We have a play and learn uh, program and a toddler time that are generally for um, toddlers and preschoolers. And we have a lot of fun. We It's mostly a giant playtime for the children uh, with stories and rhymes uh, in the beginning. Uh, but we try to, our whole kind of goal in children's services is for kids to learn through having fun and playing so that they don't even realize they're learning. Well, I got I, I can totally attest to the fact that it's a lot of fun because I uh, played a mailman for one of those things. That's right, you and did. And that was just so awesome. You I mean, the, special guest. The little mm-hmm. kids were just so totally, like, convinced. Like, there was nothing but a hat. But that hat just told him, this guy is a mailman, and they, like, were totally in. I think it was so. also your presence. I think you, you were selling it, it very was, well It was mailman. so much fun. Yeah, that was uh, for Play and Learn. So every week it's a different theme. I think that was Community Helpers. And uh, we do try to really think outside the box uh, with our um, play experiences. Uh, we have uh, sensory experiences. We make different kinds of Play-Dohs and goos and... Uh, all kinds of stuff, and then we usually have an imaginative play element, cool. uh, which you participated in. Yes, yes, because because I love imaginative play, so that that to me was a lot of fun. So when you guys were doing that theater, was Dan just sort of being a mailman running through the stacks, or where did you do oh, that? Oh no, he uh, well, it's in our story room where the event takes place, and we made it a, a huge thing where we announced, oh, I think someone's coming. Who's out at the door? And he entered with his. You had a mailbag too. I, I did have a mailbag. Yes, uh-huh. I had a and, special delivery. Yes, that's right. So that was just very exciting. So everything stopped for Dan, the mailman. And I think they had little packages and envelopes that yeah, they had, received. Yeah, they had been making letters, and they had yes. been putting them in a mailbox. Mm-hmm. And then I had to take all the mail that they generated and mm-hmm. put it in the mailbag and take it away yeah. so they could see how the at least the, the very basic part of the postal mm-hmm. uh, service operation yeah. happens. Which no one does anymore. No one sends a letter or two, so it's kind of an archaic experience to oh, have man. the mailman come. Don't say that. You're going to get an angry podcast from the Postal Service now. That's true. That's true. We're trying to keep it going. So you said the story room? What is the story room? Yeah, that's a a great space uh, in the children's department uh, just dedicated to programming. 
we actually have a, a very fancy uh, puppet stage that was built for the central library that, that lives there. And we do do puppet shows occasionally. They're a lot more work than you would imagine. Um, but we do those in the summer when we do some of our special programming. Uh, but it's a great space. It's really large. And we have uh, lots of different furniture of different sizes. And we just mix it up every week for all our different programming. Um, we do a Saturday program uh, for all ages. So we try to have a little for everybody. And uh, we're, we're always working in there. A lot of furniture moving involved in children's <laughs> services. And this is upstairs in the third floor of the Central Library, correct? correct? And what else can you tell us about the children's floor? If we were first-time visitor, what should they what, what should they look for? What, what's up there that'll really just kind of grab their attention? Well, um, some wonderful, uh, exciting, friendly librarians. First off, when you first uh, enter the floor, the service desk is there, and we're always very warm and, and greeting people and welcoming them. Uh, our collection is huge, um, so there's books for all, all uh, types. Um, and uh, in addition to our programming, there's uh, computers just for children, uh, 12 and under. Uh, and also we've tried to make the library a little more engaging and fun. You know, when a family visits the library, let's look at books. And sometimes that only lasts so long, you know, sure. or let's go on the computer and they get bored. So we've made some what we call uh, boredom busters. And those are kind of little scavenger hunts that we've made around the floor. Oh, nice. Uh, we have a giant uh, full-size cow sculpture also up there uh, that's a mosaic art piece done by Jefferson High School students. And we created a board and bust around that where they have to find some different shapes that are hidden all over the cow. Uh, we've got uh, some images of um, food that the hungry caterpillar ate in the story, the very hungry caterpillar. And those are hidden in our picture book shelves. And so that, that takes a while. That's a, that's a really hard one. And then when they um, finish their scavenger hunt, the kids are encouraged to return to the desk and, you know, visit with the librarians. And we celebrate their accomplishment and give them a sticker, which is always very oh exciting. Oh, my God. That's, that's the ultimate reward yeah. when you're a kid. Oh, Stickers and lollipops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so taking a tour around the area, I think it's – there's the easy books. Mm-hmm. There's the easy books and then the cow mm -hmm. and then the juvenile fiction. Yeah. Uh, actually, when you're in the children's floor, there's a neat little uh, device the designers used, I guess, where the, the picture book shelves are the lowest shelves. And as you look around the floor, the shelves get higher. <laughs> so the fiction chapter books are taller. It's a little clue like, oh, these are for older kids. Uh, and there are also the graphic novels um, and children's dvds are also up there so we have kind of it's kind of a one-stop shop for parents families do you still have uh -huh. those audio uh i think the cassette yeah. is it uh, yeah well, well in those little plastic bags uh i know what you're thinking of that that's further in our tour here i'll, I'll continue as we go uh <laughs> the tallest shelves uh are the nonfiction shelves and we actually share that collection with the teen area uh the books there are all the way from preschool to high school age uh, and then as you kind of make the circuit, the floor is a, a circle, which is nice. You can't get lost. Um, there is the low vision reading room. So that's a, a special area that was um, funded by the Sims Family Foundation. And um, in there are Braille books, uh, large print juvenile books, 
and the read-alongs, which is what you're thinking of. And that's uh, a picture book generally paired with its audio book so that it's good for kids who are learning to read um, or kids with visual impairments, um, and they can follow along with the book and, and hear it being read out loud. And that is actually still an audio cassette, or is it a no, CD? No, it is a CD now. Oh, okay, we have good. gotten rid of all our cassettes. Yeah. Well, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So you have a lot of different types of books and materials, mm -hmm. a lot of yeah. paper books. Do you, do, mm -hmm. you have a lot of e-books there for children? Yes, there is a, a great uh, e-book collection, e-audio books uh, for children. And you can access that on our web page uh, in the, the kids section. There's a nice big tab for the, the e-books. Mm -hmm. Another thing I should mention, too, about the Low Vision Reading Room, uh, there's a great art collection in there that is um, meant to be experienced through touch. Uh, if you think about it, um, kids with low vision maybe can't experience art right. uh, in an art museum, uh, but uh, we have some uh, real diverse collection of sculptures, um, some wood carvings that they can experience through touch, so that's pretty fun. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen those yet. I want to go oh, take yeah. a look. Yeah. Once again, learning without knowing that they're that's learning, right. I guess, right? Exactly. I, like, I like how you phrase that. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Got to grill you for just a second because mm -hmm. this is a common misconception okay. from persons coming to the library. Children's floor, excuse me. Common misconception, children's uh. floor, babysitters or not? Ah, good point. No, no, not at all. Um, the whole point of, of what we do is to engage parents and children together, uh, especially in our programming, but but just out on the floor. Um, you know, we do get some kids who show up, you know, and get on the computer all by themselves, and, you know, their parents come pick them up later. Um, but, yeah, we, you know, just we, we're busy. We can't watch the kids, you know, uh, liability-wise, too. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we, we should certainly see some, especially in the summer. Summer? Oh, yes. Is there any fun thing every year during summer? <laughs> well, yes, there is. Uh, there's the summer reading program, which uh, is just a monster. You know, uh, libraries are busy in the summer when the kids are out of school. That's when we take over. Definitely. Uh, and we try real hard to not be like school, to be a fun place, um, to not, uh, you know, test them or anything on, on their reading. But we want to encourage them to read. So the summer reading program uh, is kind of a, a reward-based uh, encouragement to read. Um, where if the kids read eight books on their own, they get uh, a big celebration, they get a certificate signed by the mayor with their name, and they get to pick out a free book to keep as a prize. And we have a huge array of different brand new books so they can really choose what they like. That's a wonderful incentive. That's right. Okay, Kate, got to quiz you, and uh -huh, uh -huh. you got to quiz everybody else. Uh. Favorite kids' books. Oh, that's really hard. Um, I, I read nothing but children's literature, um, for, for a long time I've been reading it, and once I came into the children's field, I was like, oh, I'm allowed to. This is okay. This is <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I haven't read a book for adults in probably five years. They're too long. The print is very <laughs> tiny. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I just really enjoy uh, children's books. So, um, God, I'm trying to think. Uh, a book I read recently, a chapter book that was great, was uh, The Wild Robot. Uh, which was about a robot who's washed up onto a desert island and has to learn how to be based on the animals around him. And it's just a great feel-good story and lots of emotion and kind of makes you think. Yeah. Daniel, do you have a favorite, one or two favorite children's books? Oh, wow. I think, you know, I really liked Shel Silverstein when I was a kid. Um, and then the uh, the Yui Morales books, you know, Nina Takes on the World is really kind of fun. So I think that's probably my favorite. 
Oh, as far, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, you, you, you pose the question. The so. Everybody on the spot there, uh-huh. but uh, not me. Uh, well, for, I guess, the easier books, um, or the easy books. You tell me uh, if this is an easy book selection uh-huh. or not. But uh, the John Sheska books. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Stinky Cheese Man. Yeah. True Story of Three Little Pigs. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are great for the uh, younger readers. Uh, I am a fan of Percy Jackson. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Lightning Thief is a great book. And uh, do you like some of maybe the classics that... I'll say classics that inspired it, like Half Magic. That's a great one. And uh, I'm a f- big fan of uh, Dave Barry, like uh, Science Fair. That's a good one. How about you, Dave? I, I have to go with the classics. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I, for me, uh, the anything from like the Chronicles of Narnia yeah. or the Prelandia series or uh, Wrinkle in Time, things mm-hmm. like that are just the stuff that when I was a kid, that that's those were the children's books that were available, mm-hmm. and so of course that was like you know in ancient times, um, but so but that's the stuff that I grew up on, and mm-hmm. that's the stuff that when I think about kids' books and the stuff that I encourage my own kids to read, that's kind of where I, I kind of push them towards mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Oh, my favorite was I and I can't find it anymore. Hmm. I can't said the ant by by Cameron her. her Polly Cameron, huh, I think, huh. and it's poem. Huh. I can't, said the ant. You can, said the pan. <laughs> but I, I would read it to my brother growing up, and he memorized the whole thing. It was oh, just really fun. That's great. Sounds kind of Dr. Susie and mm-hmm. the rhyming. It's cool. So, how, how did does one become a children's librarian? Did it have to like hmm. really be always reading? No, books? not necessarily. No. Uh, in fact, funny you should mention it. When I uh, became a children's librarian, I had very little experience at all. Uh, we have a good system um, in our system here where um, the, the Central Children's Department is meant to be kind of a training ground for new children's librarians uh, who then hopefully get promoted and go on to be a, a children's librarian at a branch. So I was an example of that. Uh, I really came in with just kind of my own experience reading kids' books as a kid and um, really benefited from uh, the experience of uh, just immersing myself in the children's world that you get to do here, you know, because we have this whole department we can specialize uh, as opposed to, you know, at a branch where you're kind of still doing a little of everything. Um, so, yeah, uh, we, we try to kind of grow our, our children's librarians here. Um, of course, you know, you do need, of course, a, the master's degree in library science, um, but, for, for example, I didn't specialize in children's uh, in, in my studies um, and, and really learned most of it on the job. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I know that when I'm in reference and it's, <clears throat> it's very stressful mm. or I'm having a particularly stressful day <laughs> or uh, I, I'll go up to the children's and wander through those easy books and find some, <laughs> some yes. comic, some just mm-hmm. really fun story to take me away. Exactly. I mean, it's no wonder I haven't read anything for adults. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so wonderful. Yeah. 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 What's interesting, I mean, it, it, just as a real quick anecdote, I mean, I, came, I personally came into libraries uh, because I used to volunteer when I used to still live in El Paso. I used to I used to volunteer at the local library for story time, oh, and cool. so I would go and I would read books to kids mm-hmm. as a teenager, which was oh, you know, that's yeah, great. it was yeah. better than some of the other options that were available to me. <laughs> um, but yes, and that really kind of pushed me into the idea of library services and stuff. Wow. So I, there's a there's a connection going that's back to that. Story. If you ever need somebody to come up and read story time for you guys, okay, just well, let you me do have know. a great voice. I'd be, yeah. I'd be happy to yeah. do that. And we know you you can be a great mailman. So yes, yeah, pass that test. <laughs> Awesome. So we got, what do we got? Oh, I, I, well, let's, one more question, mm-hmm. I guess. We have time for one more question. The producer says yes. Mm. Um, so what is your 
personal favorite aspect of children's services? Oh, man. I, I think it goes back to what I mentioned before about uh, creating a fun experience for kids. Like, the main goal of my job is to make sure kids have fun. You know, that's pretty yeah. fantastic. Um, I don't, we're not graded on, you know, what they learn today or anything like there's, there's no pressure. Uh, it's, it's just really freeing. Um, what I love to, um, just in addition to making connections with families, um, being that, that person in a kid's life, that adult who is just fun, you know, I don't sure. have any power over them, you know, I'm just their buddy, uh, and, and making reading and learning fun in that way. But also, in our programming, I love the freedom to explore uh, all kinds of different topics, um, art mediums. Uh, that's something I personally try to do is I think, what are what are they not getting in school? You know, what's what's some experience? Maybe funding's getting cut or whatever. What can I uh, do here on the weekends with them that's going to enrich their lives uh, and that they're going to have fun doing? So yeah, it's just the, it's the best job. I'm telling you. The best job ever. Well, it sure sounds like it. Is <laughs> oh, there, man, you sold me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really. Is there anything else you'd like to add or anything else that you'd like to tell us about or highlight or something hmm. that maybe we didn't ask about that was kind of like a burning uh, thing for you that you wanted to mention? Well, I did I did want to talk about summer reading, which we did. Uh, okay. I guess the other component I didn't mention was all the programming we do. Because, um, you know, as I mentioned before, kids get bored, and in the summer – Parents are often kind of going crazy trying to find something to do with them. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's when we kick it into gear with our programming, our special events. We have performers come in. We have parties. Um, so, yeah, that we're really the place to come. We have air conditioning. So, uh, yeah, it's a great place you can spend the whole week at the library uh, in the summer. And there's so many good resources up there. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, absolutely. For kids to grow and learn. That's right. All right, you sold me. Okay, uh, Diana, is there time for Kate to read a chapter of Treasure Island right now? <laughs> oh, darn, there isn't. Okay. Oh, oh so, you'll, so you'll have to go into the library for, there you go. for there story you time, go. right? Well, thank you for listening to San Antonio Public Library's podcast, Tuned In. Meet us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Twitter handle MySapple. This concludes our show for today. <laughs>